actress Katherine Heigl, a passionate animal advocate who has saved over 16,000 dogs, says she's been seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. She believes there's a link between canine health and diet. After extensive research, she developed Superfood Complete, a dog food pack with over 30 wholesome ingredients, including superfoods beneficial for your furry friend. Superfood Complete isn't just about deliciousness, though dogs love the taste. It's about supporting overall well-being. In addition to providing a healthy option for your pet, Badlands Ranch, the maker of Superfood Complete, also supports the Jason DeBus Heigl Foundation, which helps rescue countless dogs and find them loving homes. Dogs across America are trying this food and loving it. Go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 and order right now to get up to 50% off your regular priced order with a 90-day money-back guarantee. If you want your dog to experience all these incredible things, go to BadlandsRanch.com MC901 today. This one today, this is definitely some full-on craziness in so many ways. It highlights the danger that police are faced with, but also the type of, well, really abuse that even dispatchers have to deal with sometimes. I'm not saying we take calls like this on a daily basis, but it's pretty frequent that we we'll get calls similar to this. They can happen at any time of day, any day of the week. Someone calling in with obvious mental health issues that's under the influence of drugs and or alcohol or a combination of all of them. The calls can be all over the place. Sometimes it might be that someone is controlling their TV and telephone. Others, it might be that they're violent and out to hurt or kill someone. Sometimes they're as calm as I am right now, and others, they're over the top hostile and use some of the worst language you'll ever hear. Today's episode is square in the middle of that last bit. This episode has some of the worst language I've heard on calls that's been put out to the public. You'll see here pretty quickly. Welcome back to Music City 911. Before I get into this, I wanted to talk a bit about these calls. One incident I released previously on a Patreon mini-episode. This is the type of stuff you can expect to get there, so if you're not already a member, hop on over. Like I was saying just a few seconds ago, the language in this one is very bad. I would hope you don't listen to this show at all around kids, 
but this one especially don't listen to around anyone with sensitive ears or the like this incident comes out of mesa arizona back in december of 2019 i have portions of two 911 calls and a good bit of body worn camera audio the detail on that audio is pretty amazing Let's get started up with the segments from those 911 calls. This is Mesa Police. How can I help you? Hello. Uh, I would like to report a case of possible domestic abuse. Okay. What's the address it's coming from? Uh, 2254. That's the apartment on uh, East Broadway Road. As you could hear in that call, the person was calling from a different location and even... As far away as they were, I'm not exactly sure. I think they were in a separate apartment, maybe. It was very clear that there was a big argument going on in the background. A lot of screaming. The next call we get is from actually inside of that residence. 911 emergency. Hi, um, can I get a police to my house? My brother, he's drunk. He's drunk and what's going on? He's high on something. Okay, is he being aggressive or what's going on? Yeah, yeah, he's trying to find my brother, my dad, and my dad, he can't stand. He just got out of surgery. Okay, what's trying to find my um, 2254 East Broadway. It's the little house. It's in the A by the street. But can you come fast? Because I think he's fighting them right now. Okay, so he has a gun. Okay, he has a gun. Is he threatening with the gun? Yeah, he's trying to say he's going to kill us. We got a lot more detail out of that one. The caller was this person, the suspect's brother. We find out that he is drunk and or high on something, and he is fighting with his father and brother, and also that he has a gun. That's a recipe for disaster right there. The suspect on this is only 18 years old. Police get out to the scene and were able to get the younger brother and sister out of the house. The father, though, as you heard on the call, who can't walk very well, he wasn't able to leave the residence. Once police got there, they set up around the place and had a negotiator respond. What you're going to hear is the conversation between the negotiator and the suspect inside the place on the telephone. Now, I want to warn you up front, the language used by the suspect on this, it is harsh. There's a lot of cussing in this. Hello, Neil. What? Hey, what's up? Neil, it's Mesa Police. You need to listen to me really carefully, all right? You need to come outside with your hands above your head and empty. Don't come out with any weapons. Listen to our commands, all right? What the fuck? Hey, dude, this is non-negotiable. Hop on out and come out with your hands above your head. I'm on with suspect right now, trying to get him to come out with his hands above his head and empty. Hey, man, I ain't doing that. Dude. If you motherfuckers shoot me, I'm gonna shoot you back. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Fuck you, dick sucking bitch ass niggas, man. You need to suck my dick, bitch. I'm gonna fucking go out shooting. Hey, hey motherfucker, you gonna go? He's threatening to come out shooting against us. You better shoot me, man. Hold up. He's threatening to come out shooting against us. Fuck you, bitch. Hey, Neil. Dude, we don't need to do it this way, okay? Come out with your hands above your head. Neil, we don't need things to go this way. Come out with your hands above your head and empty. Shoot me, you don't want to die. 
Hey boss, you copying this? He said he grabbed the shotgun. He's ready to die. Hey, fuck you, bitch. You gonna suck my dick, bitch. Hey, Neil, we don't want things to go down this way. Dude, we you gonna don't. shoot me, motherfucker? Neil, we don't want to shoot you, okay? We you need you to come out me, with huh? your hands above your head and empty. We want to help I you. Just talk to him about it being a mystery. Okay. You wanna die? I wanna die too. Neil, we don't want anyone to die, okay? This don't isn't a big step, deal. Don't, don't step. Don't step beside this house. Don't even come close to this house. Neil, we... Don't even come fucking close to this fucking house right now. This is do we know where dad is right now? Bro? Dad's in the house. Hey. Dad's in the house, motherfucker. Yeah, he's dad like dad's in the house. He's claiming dad's in the house and he's saying it's a hostage. Yeah. He's not coming out. Yeah, motherfucker. I got a shotgun. 20 gauge. It's a 20 gauge shotgun. All right, Neil. Hey, man. We don't want... Neil. We don't want anyone to die, man. Just... I'll die. Neil, dude, we don't want that to happen, man. This isn't a big deal, okay? Hey, hey, don't come inside. Neil, we're, dude. Hey, don't come inside right now. No, no, fucking come inside. Don't come inside. Neil. Don't come inside. Come on out, man. We don't want to, we don't want to don't make any worse Don't come inside. It looks like that. Let me call my girl before I go in. Hey Neil, I'll tell you what. Neil, if you come out with your hands without a, with no weapon, I will let you call your girl. I promise you, man. I'm giving you my word. I'm calling my girl right now. You're gonna call your girl. Hey, just, dude, just stay on the line with me, all right, man? Fuck you, Hey. hey, Neil, uh, dude, I'm telling you, man, I will let you call your girl. Just come out with your hands above your head and empty. No, 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 come inside. I'm going to shoot. Neil, we're not going to come inside, man. I'm going to shoot. If you, if you come inside, I'm going to shoot. Dude, we're not going to come inside, all right? This isn't I'm a big deal, my man. We just want you to come outside with your hands above your head. Yeah. All right, let me call my girl. Let me do that much. Okay, dude. Dude, I'm going to shoot. Do, do, you got, do you see my number? Yes, I do. Okay, man. Come inside right now. Don't come inside. I'm going to shoot. We're not going to call inside, man. We're not going to come inside, man, okay? I'm going to shoot through the window. I'm going to shoot. Hey. I got a 20 gauge. I got a 20 gauge right now. That's him in that front window. Hey, Neil, we know you got a shotgun, man, okay? Neil. Neil. I'll shoot this motherfucker. I'll shoot my dad too. I'm gonna give a fuck. Hey, Neil. I'm gonna let you call your girl, but I need you to come out so I can. I'll let you call but her, you okay? You need to calm down before I shoot all of your fucking officers down. Don't do none of that, okay? Okay. Stay back. Are you gonna Stay come back. out? Are you gonna come out for us? No. Why not, Wait, man? Hold on. I'm gonna come back. If you can see, I can turn on light. Don't come. Don't come to the. Don't call. Okay, we're not gonna come in the premises, man. I got my dad at gunpoint. I got my dad at gunpoint. I hear you, man. I'll kill all of you. Dude, we don't want anyone to. We don't want anyone get hurt. We don't want anyone to get okay, killed. Okay, I'll kill my dad. I'll shoot his head off right now. No, no. come closer. We're not gonna come closer, man. I promise you. Don't come closer, cause I'll, I'll kill all of you. Okay. I got the shotgun in my hand right now. 
Okay, okay ma'am. I'm going to shoot myself. No. Hey, I have a bullet in the chamber. I'm going to shoot myself. You mean do that. Neil, you're 18, my man. Okay. You got, don't, no. don't do that, man. Just shoot me. I'm going to shoot myself. Try to do that. Don't stop bagging. Neil, we don't. We don't want you to shoot you, man. Neil, we don't want we don't want to do that. Your little Neil, your little brother's out here, your sister's out here, and your dad's there. We don't want them to see that, man. You can pretty clearly hear how drunk and stoned that guy is, the way he sounded on the telephone. Some pretty sailor worthy language on him too. The negotiator is doing what he can to try to calm him down and get him to come out, but you hear what they got from him. The negotiator was very calm. He had a calm voice, never got excited, and that's exactly what he should be doing. There towards the end of the call, you hear that he's in a window, the suspect is in a window, and officers can see him. At that point, a team rushed in and got his dad out of the house. The negotiation... If you want to call it that, it continues. Neil, I know you're there, man. We don't want that to happen. Don't fucking approach. We're not this approaching you. I'm going to shoot and kill one of these fucking officers. I'm going to murder one of them. Okay, man. That's not what don't we want. Approach. That's not what we want. Him to come to the front do not approach. I'm going to kill somebody. He, he doesn't want to do that. He says if he comes to the front window, he's going to start shooting. No, dude, we don't want to kill you, man. We just want you to come out with your hands up. Can you do that for me? No. Why not, man? Hey, hold up. I ain't talking to somebody. Hey, guys, he just hung up on me. At that point, as you heard, the suspect hung up. We'll circle back around to what's happening still there at the location right after something completely sideways and separate from this happening. While all this is going on, some random guy walks up behind all the police and starts live streaming this thing on social media. Police have told him to leave, but you can hear in the clip exactly what happens with that. You're not responsible for my safety. The, the guy said, don't fucking come over here. He says, he says, I'll fuck you up. He's got a shotgun pointed right towards him. I said, you're not responsible for my safety now. There, I'm behind your police car. Now kiss my ass. Right there. The guy is right there in that window with the blinds open. He's got his head in the window. And he's telling them if, he, if they come in, he'll shoot them. So as I said before, police were trying to get this guy to move away for his safety. There's this crazy drunk guy who's inside of this place. He's got a gun. He said he'd shoot people. 
making threats. And then this guy is pretty close and wanting to video the whole thing. At one point, he said that he was pointing the gun directly at the police officers. At that point, he had not done that yet. He had the gun out, but he hadn't pointed it at any officers. The negotiator kept trying over and over again to get Neil back on the phone, and after a few attempts, he did manage to do so. Go! Hey, Neil. What's going on, man? Hey, fuck you, nigga. You suck my dick, bitch. Hey man, what's 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 going on in that room? Neil, Neil, we don't want to kill you, man. No, dude, that's not what we want. Did you text Neil? Did you text your girl? Yes, sir. I'm call on the phone, sir. I got a shot. Look up, look up right now. Look at me. Neil, we see you, man. Neil, don't do it, bro. All right, man, just put put the shotgun down. Look, I got you my hand, sir. He's behind the tree. You don't have a shot over here. I should have you, sir. Neil, don't do it, man. Don't do it. I got it now, sir. Neil, put the shotgun down, man. We don't want this. We don't want to shoot you, Neil. We want you to come out with your hands up. The suspect had been standing at the window most of this last little bit. They can see everything he's doing. He's been yelling on the phone, out the window, a little bit of everything there. He had the gun just kind of towards his side for the most part. But right after that last bit of talk there, he raised his gun and pointed it towards officers. Before he could pull the trigger, two officers almost simultaneously pulled theirs. The live streamer caught the exact same thing on his video feed. Oh yes, yeah, he does have a shotgun in the air. God damn, they just shot him. They just shot him. They got an ambulance coming. He put the shotgun in the air and they shot him. Once police kind of cleared the scene, they had an ambulance come in. The suspect on this was transported to a hospital where he died of his gunshot wounds. The suspect, Neil Chiago, as I said before, was just 18 years old. Neil's father has gone on record since then asking why police shot him. Why couldn't they use some sort of a less lethal measure? He was pointing a gun at police officers after he had threatened to shoot him. You're not going to try to use a beanbag shotgun or a taser that might fail when he might actually shoot at police officers. It's terrible when anybody gets shot by police. And I really hate that this 18-year-old was one of the ones that got shot. But at the same time, he sort of created the entire thing for himself. He didn't have to get drunk like that. Didn't have to get stoned. Didn't have to fight with his relatives and he obviously didn't have to threaten to shoot his father and police it's an unfortunate consequence for his own actions but i hope that little insight into police negotiation was educational for everyone
This next one comes out of New York, and it starts a little bit differently than the last one, but it has a lot of the same elements. Again, on this one, language. Lots of it. New York City 911, Jimmy Police Fire Medical. Oh, thank you, 911 Police Department. Uh, my name is Raul Antonio Hardy. And um, uh, I'm giving you a motherfucking warning to your fucking governor. We're going to change you. Well, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm located at 20517 116th Avenue. I'm scrapped, and I'm going to blow your fucking head off. You understand me, bitch? We're going to change your fucking government. Can you take my threat seriously, you stupid motherfucker? Can you connect me with the... F Listen to me, bitch. Do you have an emergency? I definitely have an emergency. I'm blow the first pony's head off. Can you let them bitches know I'm located 205 Skin-proof, bulletproof, I'm gonna fucking change your fucking government. You understand me, motherfucker? Do you understand me, you working bitch? I'ma blow you, I'ma cut the fucking chief's head off. My name is Raul Antonio Hardy, bitch. And I'm gonna kill your chief. It was hard to tell exactly what this guy was on. Could just be a lot of alcohol. He did slur a few words in there and was talking at a slower rate. But either way, there's absolutely something not right with him. I believe somewhere in there could possibly be after his 19th or so drink. I don't know. I believe his cheese slid a little bit off of his cracker. He was making some way over the top statements and threats. He was going to change the government. Threatening to shoot police and just generally using pretty foul language directed at this dispatcher who did nothing aside from answering an emergency line, which is her job. Dispatch got another call from the same guy. New York City, 911. Do you need police? Oh, my like, God, my God, I have fever to kill police. Listen, my name is Raul Antonio Hardy, and I live at 205 116th Avenue in the east side of Queens. Okay, 205-1716th-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue-Avenue
let that person sleep it off. In some instances, that might work. But you can't take any chances with someone like this. They're having some sort of a mental episode and have likely progressed it even further with some sort of drugs or alcohol. Somebody like that gets out on the street and could randomly start shooting people walking by or driving around in their cars or could hurt his neighbors or family. Police have to intervene in something like this. Instead of having a single officer go and check on someone like this, police will generally get multiple officers to stage off-site until they have enough to deal with a potential deadly situation. In this case, they did get several officers to respond, and once they all got together, they split on two different sides of this guy's house. When they got there, they all walked up in unison from two different directions. They found him standing in his front yard. It didn't take long for something to start happening. Raul! Show, Show me your hands! hands. Come out the door! Show me your hands! Show me your fucking hands! Hands right now! Hands right now! Hands right now! Show me your fucking hands! Get on the ground right They walked up, and while standing in his front yard, police started issuing commands to Raul to let him know that they needed to see his hands and to get down on the ground, all while police were there taking cover behind vehicles parked on the street. It was hard to hear him, but he was responding back to police just like he did on the phone with dispatch, yelling and giving some more of that bad language. One thing that could be made out just as he was pulling his gun was fuck you bitch just seconds after all this was happening he started opening fire on the officers that's when the officers opened fire on him almost at the exact same time after he was down he continued and that's why the officers had multiple rounds of fire collectively they shot several times then paused thinking the threat was over but it kept going so they had to open back up on him In total, seven officers, including one sergeant who was the supervisor there on the scene, fired 130 rounds. Most of them didn't connect with the target. They were all firing pistols from a range of, at minimum, what would be the equivalent of several car lengths, and some from across and down the street a bit. None of these were easy shots, especially with a pistol. After the shooting had stopped, they moved in and tried to render care to the downed suspect. He was given life-saving measures and then transported to a hospital where he later died. Raul Antonio Hardy was 60 years old. He had multiple prior domestic violence cases against him. I'm not sure what started all this for this incident, but I don't believe he saw it going down this way at all. Neighbors who knew him said his mother had recently passed away, and since then he started having some outbursts that were a lot of times violent. Again, unfortunate that it happened, 
but really he gave police no choice but to take him down like they did. That'll do it for this episode, but before I go, we're less than a week out from the True Crime Live event down in Georgia. There are still some tickets available, and if you're not familiar with it, it's going to be around a three-hour event where we'll have an absolutely insane amount of podcasters down there talking true crime and having a good time in general. The list really is huge. Those that are going to be there are Murder, She Told, Pretend, Already Gone, True Crime Cases, Corpus Delicti, Our True Crime Podcast, Colts, Crimes, and Cabernet, True Consequences, Santa May Be a Criminal, Defense Diaries, Crime Lines, Southern Gothic, and recently added, Mind Over Murder. Of course, I'll be there as well. There'll be plenty of time to hang out with all of us and get in some good chatting and such. I'm told the beverages there are pretty good too. It'll be at a place called Pinky's Up Beer and Wine, just north of Atlanta. It's a can't-miss event if you live there in the area, and even if you don't, hop on a plane and fly out. We have podcasters coming from as far away as New Mexico and Maine. A link for the tickets will be in the show notes. Of course, follow on all social media and continue to help out the show by sharing it with other true crime-loving friends you might have. Feel free to share it around on social media as well. You can tag me in the show in your post. And lastly, continue with giving the five-star ratings and leaving a good review. I've been getting more of them lately, and I'm loving reading those. And who knows? Yours might become a post for me on Instagram or Facebook. I'll see y'all down in Georgia on Saturday. Until then, for Music City 901, I'm Brandon, and y'all have a good one.